0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's BYTE.COM. That's B Y T E.COM. Start your confidence journey today with BYTE. Whoever you are in this space, if you think of anyone from me to Barbie Ferrer to Ashley Graham, Adele, like whoever it is, Lizzo, just because you're maybe a larger girl, it's like all of a sudden in all the press I'm in, like body positive influencer Remy Bader. When did I say I'm a body positive influencer? It's
1: Viola Benson, your favorite meme queen in the big sits you didn't ask for, but need. Welcome to Almost Adulting. Almost Adulting. Almost Adulting. Are you ready? Hi, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of this new season of Almost Adulting. If you're like, V, are you confused? Are you drunk again? Your podcast name is Too Tired to be Crazy. You are not wrong. On the second part, I am completely sober, but yes, I changed my name from Too Tired To Be Crazy to Almost Adulting. If you're wondering, V, why did you do that? Great question. I'll answer that in my solo episode at the end of this month, so you'll have to wait. But until then, welcome to the brand new episode of this season. We are going to now start every single episode with fresh pop culture where I update you on everything that's happening this week. So, before we get started with this week's guest, Remy Bader, who's amazing, we're gonna talk about some things that happened this week. Okay, are you ready? And if you're like, V, you're dressed very Russian today. Thank you. I'm giving Anna vibes. I forgot her last name, so I can't even say it. I do not have time for this. I do not have time for you. I didn't nail it. And I'm Russian, so that's saying something. Okay, so let's get started. So this past weekend, Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson went Instagram official. But the real drama comes from the supposed text between Pete and Kanye. Obviously, I'm sure you've seen it. In these leaked texts, we got a brand new picture of Pete that shows Kim tattoo on his chest. So if that's not crazy enough to do, because we all know when people get tattoos of each other, it always lasts forever. Sure. So yesterday, Kim went on Ellen And she revealed that it's actually not a normal tattoo it's a legit brand yeah and by that i mean pete davidson branded kim's name onto his chest with a hot iron clearly he heard the rumor that when you get tattoos of each other it never lasts so he was like let me take it to the next level and just get branded so even better it's actually the third quote-unquote tattoo he has for kim She didn't reveal the first tattoo, but he has one on his collarbone that reads, my girl's a lawyer. So, yeah, it should have just said my girl's Elle Woods. Um, This also means that the two of the three Kardashian sisters now have a tall, lanky white boy that got their name tattooed on them. So if this is what we're doing now, then someone will let me know so I can brand a guy with my name on it, too. I want to join the party. And I'm not even surprised on the whole Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian thing, because I do know some people that have went out with Pete Davidson. And I will say that guy is intense. His love starts from day one. So I feel like getting branded with Kim's name on a chest was like just another Tuesday for him. Anyway, I'm, I'm pretty happy for them. Okay, so after months of Kanye's attack and literally, literally beheading Pete Davidson's head, in a music video for art, it was nice to see him stand up for himself. In typical Gemini man fashion, Kanye refuses to take any accountability for anything he's ever done. Talk about Gemini men. He also asked Pete that if he's in bed with Kim, then who's watching their kids? As if Kanye didn't end up moving to Miami a couple of years back. Not to mention, Kim responded to Kanye's Instagram posts of those texts and she said, Kanye, you were literally with the kids this morning. Stop this. It's legit embarrassing. Like, I don't know where Kanye's managers are or a therapist or someone, but like, take away his phone. The interesting part comes from a now-deleted Instagram post where Kanye said, art is not a proxy for any ill or harm, which a woman on TikTok with the word lawyer in her name, she goes by lawyer Lamore, she thought that maybe this was in response to a cease and desist to Kanye's persistent bullying. A lot of other people were speculating that this could also be to cover his tracks in an upcoming custody battle but apparently no one was right because yesterday at 5 a.m kanye reposted a picture of pete's severed head and casually asked if everyone was ready for coachella speaking of coachella do we think that Billie eilish ever apologized to travis scott or did kanye just forget or is he still beefing with her? Because we forget that he also was like, I'm not gonna play a Coachella if Billy Eilish doesn't apologize to Travis. And Billy was like, bro, I'm like 18 years old, like pick on someone else. That was weird. Anyway, in all honesty, Kim seems pretty unbothered for the most part because she's getting dicked down by Pete Davidson. And last time I heard by my friends, Ariana Grande did not lie when she said he was packing. <laughs> anyway. So um, in her interview with Ellen, she said that she finally has her happiness and that we should all be happy for her. And I'm happy for her, regardless of everything else she said this week that caused a lot of drama, mostly because we believe here on Almost Adulting that everyone deserves happiness, including Kim. But also because I'm sure that would drive Kanye insane because nothing drives people more crazy than when you are unbothered by the things that they are dying for you to be bothered by, period. In other news, another Kardashian, Chloe, who finally looks like the rest of her sisters. Khloe Kardashian was spotted getting cozy, quote unquote, with Trey songs in L.A. This is just days after it came out that Tristan Thompson told his most recent baby mama, Morelli Nichols. Cannot pronounce her name, Morelli, that he and Chloe were engaged and getting married soon. Sure. Speaking of Trey Songs, I I mean that guy has slid into everyone's DMs, including mine. So good luck with that, Chloe. <laughs> so it is safe to say though that Chloe did dodge a huge bullet, but she did try and get some sympathy on Twitter the other day uh, by saying that it's crazy how the world attacks the woman when the man cheats, as if she didn't try and ruin Jordan Woods life just a few years back. So in case you forgot, Chloe, we didn't. So finally, let's talk about what every white girl in America is currently talking about the Bachelor finale. Okay, so the Bachelor finale was two nights ago. And to call it a shit show would be the world's biggest understatement. Claire Claire Crowley. (laughs) Someone named Claire Crowley was there. No one knew why. I don't know who she is. Is she that one that ended up single? That's cool. I'm not sure which producer thought Claire had any right to call another season cringy after her two-episode season. I remember that season because I actually watched it because it was so short. But... It was definitely a choice. For anyone that was smart enough to not put themselves through the emotional terminal that was this season, let me give you a quick summary of what we're working with, okay? So we got Clayton. He's this generic white boy of the month. He basically looks like a Chad or a Brad that you met in high school, and he's that type of guy that probably you don't leave your drink next to unattended. I'll just say that. So Clayton, he fell in love with his final three women, and that's Susie, Gabby, and Rachel. When Susie got mad at him for sleeping with both Gabby and Rachel, he told her he actually loves her the most. I've heard that line before. I don't even need to be on The Bachelor to go through this thing because I've been there and there was no TV. (laughs) That's just another Tuesday for me. So he was like, no, babe, like I love you the most which obviously didn't go over too well. Susie then leaves him and then he then proceeds to beg Gabby and Rachel to stay, only to then dump them the next day to chase after Susie. Just a little piece of advice. If the guy you're dating says, no babe, but I love you the most out of the other women he's seeing, um, I don't know, maybe run. But I just feel like that's so typical. It's so obvious that whenever you can't get what you want, especially men like Clayton or Brad or Chad, they will then obsess over the fact that maybe that person was the one. Even when we get dumped by somebody we're not interested in, the minute they leave us, we're like, but what if that person was the one? It's almost, there's there's a quote that goes, you can love someone, but you can never love someone as much as you can miss them. So once Clayton did get another conversation with Susie, he was ready to propose, but guess what? She dumped him because she was ready for her Instagram brand deals and she didn't need him anymore. So in all honesty, both Gabby and Rachel were way too nice for Clayton because he didn't even get slapped across the face even once, which is shocking, but probably it was in the contract because they knew that Clayton was a brad and they probably weren't allowed to. So I think in reality, the women are the winners here because they got to walk away without Clayton and with a Fashion Nova brand deal, I'm assuming. But we did learn in the finale that they will actually be doing a joint season as a Bachelorette if anyone actually watches that show. So fingers crossed that this doesn't become another live long enough to see yourself become a villain situation. So we'll see. Also, this just in. Clayton and Susie are back together. (laughs) So I hyped this woman up before I finished reading what I'm reading out to you guys, (laughs) cool. So apparently she reached out to him after the show stopped. She probably didn't get the brand deals that she wanted to get. And then she was like, you know what? We're probably stronger together after the show. So she contacted him after the show stopped filming and then everything that was a huge deal breaker a month ago is now suddenly totally fine because, you know, brand deals and followers and love isn't real when you're in The Bachelor. But yeah, you know, good for him. Forgetting the woman he quote unquote loved the most if he even knows what love is when he's not looking at himself in the mirror. I wish the best for them, but bachelor couples typically stay together for like a total of three days and that's not counting weekends. So we might be seeing a breakup via joint notes app Instagram post by the weekend. I wouldn't be surprised, but to be honest, I also don't care. In other news, here's something really fun. This just in. Two days ago, I posted a funny meme on Instagram on Daddy Issues where it was a joke about bangs, silly joke about bangs. And then it was two memes. And then when you swipe left, there was another joke about getting shitty bangs that you used to get with your best friend in sixth grade. We've all been there. We've all were like, you know, it'd be a great idea, Susie. What if you cut my bangs? Or it's usually when you're going through something is when you get bangs. Anyway, the second meme had Emma Roberts in it. And in my caption, I said, ha ha, I love you, Emma. I'm just kidding. Please don't unfollow me. And then people in the comment were like, lol, I wonder what Emma's going to do. And um, the verdict was in. She unfollowed me after seeing that meme. So I guess Emma won't be coming on my podcast anytime soon. I did DM her and apologized. But to be honest, celebrities in general kind of scare me. So I never even looked to see if she responded or anything. I was kind of scared. So I haven't checked my DMs the last two days because I'm scared of her. But yeah, that's that. So anyway, you guys, hope you enjoyed today's episode and hope you love this pop culture segment. I miss you guys so much. And for those who didn't even realize I was gone, I forgive you. I'm a little hurt, but I forgive you. But anyway, we're back. And better than ever. So let's get started with this brand new episode. Bye. Hi, guys. It's Violet Benson. Welcome to another episode of Two of Almost Adulting. I just remember that I changed my podcast name. So hopefully, if I forgot, maybe you guys forgot too. But um, let's get used to it. Okay. So. If you're obsessed with TikTok as much as I am, then you are absolutely, obviously would know who Remy Bader is. Remy went viral in 2020 for posting realistic try-in hauls that I used to watch and they were hilarious, where she basically showed the reality of buying clothes online when you don't have the same body type as the models on the website. Since taking over TikTok, Remy has made a name for herself in the fashion world and even just signed with Victoria's Secret Pink as a brand ambassador and size consultant. Hi, welcome. Hello. Uh, Thank you for having me. I loved that introduction. Thank you. I try to hype people up. Um, (laughs) So what is one thing do you think that a lot of people don't know about you?
0: Honestly, the answer is nothing because I tell every single soul on social media everything that goes on in my life. So, like, when I try and think about something that people don't know, I mean, there's definitely got to be something, but, like, I really share, like, every move I make. That's why I even say it to, like, guys if I'm talking to them or something. Like, if they're going to screw me over, I post the conversation on TikTok. So, everyone knows everything. It makes it more fun.
1: <laughs> does it make it harder to date, then? Because I know for me, it does.
0: Well, I don't date, so probably, but um, me neither. I'm, sh- I'm sure. But, like, again, this, this all started for me, like, a year ago, a little over a year ago. So, like... I wasn't dating often previous to then. I've I've always been like casual hooking up with guys and like into that, but like never had a boyfriend. So like, it's kind of like that hasn't changed crazy since I got a following. To be honest, it it has made it less though. Like I don't have any guys slide into my DMs. I just have girls slide into my DMs. Like my content isn't like sexy. It's just like honest and funny and weird and me. So I have like 99% female following.
1: So. yeah yeah me too this podcast is 90 percent female following yeah uh, um what what would you say initially drew you to create your first tiktok
0: well in july of 2020 i lost my job in the music industry so i kind of I just am someone that needs to be busy and stay busy, and I literally didn't know what to do with myself. So that led me to signing with a modeling agency as a curve model, and then still wasn't getting jobs. Nothing was happening there during COVID. Um, and I literally just came across TikTok, saw videos that were like you know different than what I ever saw. Like I was like I would ne- I never thought in my mind like ooh dancing on TikTok like that's not me. But I came across videos that was other, you know curvy girls like myself doing some videos and I never saw that before and I was like oh this you know gave me the idea like maybe this will fill my time to just teach myself how to edit and make fun videos not really ever thinking people would see
1: them what was the first video that went viral do you remember yeah the first video that went
0: viral I think was like my fifth video that was either a nasty gal or pretty little thing haul where I just said like isn't it crazy how like we, you know, order stuff online. It never looks like it does in the models, like you said in the intro. And I literally just was speaking and then I showed all the clothes on myself and was laughing at myself. And that was the first one that went viral. And then I just like continued doing that, which turned into like the realistic haul trend.
1: Did any of the brands that you featured, at least in the, especially in the beginning when they weren't, you know, Working with you or anything, did they ever reach out and apologize or decide to change their sizing?
0: Most brands have reached out after the Hulk, except Zara, I've never, ever heard from, um, and Brandy Melville. But every other one has, but it wasn't like it was like a sorry. It was more like, we love you, we think you're hilarious, we want to work with you. And then half of my mind, I'm very, I get what's going on. I also worked in PR and marketing on the other side of things. So like, you know, they don't want me to shit on them. So they want to give me free stuff. And that's how kind of in the beginning, but I was just excited. I was like, what free clothes? Like I couldn't even believe it when I got my first email from one of the brands. So like, I was like, this is cool, but I'm not gonna, you know, I promised myself right away, like, I'm not going to change what I'm doing. Cause it took a little bit of time. It wasn't, I mean, it was a fast, fast growth, but um, it took a little bit of time. And then once that I started getting reached out to brands, then it was very quick. But I was like, I'm not going to just love the brand all of a sudden if I initially said that I didn't. But my thing wasn't bashing brands, except maybe Brandy Melville, that I kind of did do that. But every other brand, I really try to show the good and the bad and be like, wait, there's cool stuff from here that actually could fit a curvy body. And then some of this stuff is horrible and they need to do better. So like, I really just want these brands to do better. I don't want them to like fail. Yeah.
1: Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. What's uh, What would you say your current favorite brand is when it comes to sizing that's like for all bodies? I mean,
0: a good American, I always say that's like a higher end one. They have like a big, like a wide variety of sizing, which is great. Um... And you know, like a little bit more lower end, actually. Fashion Nova is pretty underrated. I I worked with them in the beginning and haven't worked for a while. But my very sexy outfit that I'm wearing tomorrow night for my birthday is from there, and I'm really excited to wear it. And actually, in a lot of my shoots and stuff, some of my stylists will pull stuff from Fashion Nova. and wow. I'm like, really? And it's like really good random pieces. So, um, I mean, I have a I have a long list of brands that you know are inclusive, semi inclusive, and then some that don't make an effort at all. But I try to give them. All
1: shot. I mean, I'm I'm literally going to ask you, what is it about Brandy Melville that you don't like, but obviously I already know they have one size fits all.
0: Right. And (laughs) I think that they're literally the only ones that I've ever, ever heard do that. And I think it's that no one used to ever say anything or call them out for it. And my sister used to shop there all the time. I didn't even think about it. I was just like, oh, I would never fit into that. But the fact that nothing has changed and like, I will go walk around the store and it's like funny because I feel like, like people have come up to me in the store and I feel like they know what I'm about to do. But like, I just think the halls are so funny because it's just like, they don't care they'll never they don't want to change because they're getting away with it like some of these brands their main customers a size small they're selling clothes they don't need to do differently as they think where it's wrong because if you do have a wider variety where you could sell to all different bodies like it's not the plus size community i hate even saying that but like if you're over a size 12 There's a lot of people that have money and want to shop too and want to get trendy and cool clothes. And I think there's a misconception with that because before I started making these videos too, all I would see is people just like thinking that you have to go to a plus size store and get these like frumpy, not cute clothes. And that's not the case. Like a lot of people want to dress cute too.
1: Since you started building your brand around being a plus size uh, model Do you ever feel pressure to stay the specific size that you are like you can lose weight and you can gain weight because you're just you've been the same weight for in the clothes?
0: No, because I have changed my weight throughout this whole process. So like, you know, looking back, it's like if I post like throwback videos, which I don't really do that much anymore because people will be like, oh, my God, you lost so much weight. And I'm like, no, this was from last year. So um, I definitely did gain weight from a year ago or a year and a half ago from when I started in my first videos, you could see it in my face. Um, And nothing has changed. No one, you know, I've only gained followers, not lost. Do I think if I, you know, went down to a size two, which would never happen um, because I am a curvy girl and I'm just built that way. Would I lose my follow, some of my followers probably, but that like, that's not realistic for me. Do I want to get to maybe a healthier point where I feel healthier, where I, you know, maybe did A year or two ago in my body yes and i don't think i think the people that you know follow me and are my true followers aren't going to leave
1: yeah because i remember that both rebel wilson and adele got backlash when they lost weight because people will comment oh my god they look so good and then people get upset like wait did they not look good before so there's always some backlash when you decide what you want to do with your own body so you think that may happen to you if you day. i mean yeah and i agree regarding the size too not everyone's built different i think that
0: they look dramatically different and i'm so happy for them if that makes them happier like good for them i would never care and i still love Um, You know, I like them. But I think that since they look so dramatically different, these people do, you know, have something to say. But something that Adele did say in her documentary, which I thought was super interesting, is like, she came into this space to be a singer. She's passionate about music. She never was like... People started talking about her body. She didn't start talking about her own body. So she's allowed to do whatever she wants where I'm in a little bit of a different situation because I got, I believe that I got this following because I gained all the weight right before COVID. And that was like something I talked about. I believe that people follow me because of what my body looks like somewhat. So it is harder that if I lost a hundred pounds, yeah, I probably would lose some followers.
1: How do you deal with comments that claim that you are not big enough to be a plus size model?
0: Yeah, honestly, at this point, I don't give a shit. Like, I, I really am just, like, I made one video about it where it was, like, more just, like, come on like what who's even labeled me as that like I don't need to label myself as plus size it's what other people do but then some people say I'm mid-size some people say I'm curvy like the goal in my mind is that there's none of those names and on a website when you go in the future it's just like you pick your size but it's all in one area like why is there separate names I get it now because people are trying to show if they add plus size that they have a you know that they did that and they're trying to make a point on their website but like I don't care what people consider me like this is my body and like I feel like people have a lot to say just since I am on social media now but like the people that say I'm not plus size and I did a video also about Delta and different airlines like not having long enough um, seat belts and being frustrated and someone made a video about that being like I can't believe she's complaining about this like she hasn't even dealt with it as long as we all have that are bigger than her it's like why is it a competition why can't we just like support each other.
1: Yeah, sometimes, I won't lie, I think something has changed on social media that I've said before That does feel like it's, sometimes it's Olympics of, no, I've struggled more Versus, let's just right. all admit that we all have our own struggles Like, you never know what someone has gone through yeah. um, I, re- I read that recently, Barbie Ferre- Ferreira Barbie Ferreira, yeah, she's cat myself. from euphoria Yeah, <laughs> so, I know <laughs> I just can't pronounce names. She recently opened up about how since she has a bigger body and posts pictures of herself, and I saw a lot of it on Twitter, that she's automatically labeled as a body positive advocate and how people are starting now to slap phrases on her pictures that she never said, like, love yourself and things like that. Why do you think? And you just said that about the labeling. Why do you think the media does that? And did the same thing kind of happen to you?
0: I think that it's really so true that it's like, whether whoever you are in this space, if you think of anyone from me to Barbie Ferreira, to Ashley Graham, Adele, like whoever it is, Lizzo, just because you're maybe a larger girl, it's like all of a sudden in all the press I'm in when I started, my name started getting more well known, it's like body positive influencer Remy Bader when did I say I'm a body positive influencer? Like why, who made that rule that just because we're like bigger girls that all of a sudden we have to love our bodies every day and we're the perfect example. Like, no, I'm sure all of us don't love our bodies some days. And like, that's okay too. So like, I love, I didn't know. And I just looked up the article that Barbie said that like a month ago, because I think that that's kind of what I try and put out there. Like, I'm never going to be the person that's telling you to love yourself every day because I don't. Um, I think I love myself as a person, and I think i'm I'm so content with what I'm doing and I do feel I am a confident person overall, but I, I'm struggling and i'm I'm definitely honest about that with my followers. And like I don't care if someone you know doesn't like that I'm not positive or like this perfect influence all the time.
1: Yeah, it is kind of silly how you end up getting labeled and then when you do something that pisses some of the followers off, then they get upset if you're not acting like like the label that they labeled you as. Right, It's kind of absurd. It's kind of, I think Amy Schumer said this in the past that when she posts a picture of herself in a bathing suit, people will comment thinking they're being supportive and they're like you're so brave
0: and jonah hill has also made comments like that too like in he'll post in his bathing suit people have so much to say about his body and he literally posted a few months ago like do not comment on my body like when did i tell you to comment on my body because what if someone super skinny is posting a picture in a bathing suit you're just saying like hot 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 you're not saying you're brave
1: yeah that's not yeah literally so you admitting which obviously it's nice to hear i mean we all I think we all forget sometimes that everyone on the internet, we kind of post highlight re- reels and we don't actually show all the time when we're not doing that great. So like, how do you deal on those days where you don't feel confident with your body or about, or good about yourself?
0: I use those days actually as like, that's when I actually do post on social media. Cause my whole thing also is like, I want to show the good, the bad and not just the good all the time. And that's what was my whole thing starting out. Um it just, I won, you know, some people are like, you literally use social media as therapy. You need a therapist. I'm like, wait, yeah, I do. Like I have, I think it's super helpful to get like feedback and answers and opinions and help from my followers that genuinely like care about me. Um, and on the days that I'm feeling not great, those are the days that I've made, you know, I end up posting about it because I just feel like it's helpful to me. It's something that I want to do. Not a lot of people when they're having a bad day, like you know, hide from social media, which is wonderful. I do that sometimes, too, when I need to just turn off my phone. But I don't know, some I like to share it with people sometimes where I can have like,
1: you know, people that understand me. So sharing it, does that help with the confidence boost? Because you're being honest with yourself and with your followers? Is that what helps you?
0: Yeah, I do feel like when I think it's like really helpful to see um, when people are going through the same thing. So like I posted two days ago about how i would never had a boyfriend and It's okay to just not be married and not do all these things. And I got a million comments of people just like being like, I'm 50 and I've never gotten married. It's okay. I'm this age and I've never had sex. So it's like, then when people start seeing that people are in the same boat as them, it just makes you
1: feel better. Yeah, I agree with that. When you started posting all your TikToks, did you have any idea... A, how big you were going to get, but B, how much it was actually going to help everyone else. Because I know for me, I created daddy issues to help. I was so insecure and I didn't know who I was and it was to help mm-hmm. me. I never thought I was going to help other people. So like, were you shocked about how, mu- how yeah. helpful you were to all these other people?
0: Yeah. I mean, I obviously, I never thought that this would happen. And I never, when I started getting a following too, I was like, ooh, this is cool. Like, I guess I'm getting followers like there was no meaning to it because I didn't know what it was going to turn into. The best part of it now is that I'm able to help people and be this person where it's not like I have a following. I just have a following like there's like purpose to it and I'm able to like help. And then it also helps me at the same time. Like there's so many great things about it. So, yeah,
1: I I never planned this, and I, but I'm very happy it turned out the way it did do you and by the way as we were talking about like being more yourself that's when I was just like fuck it I hate wearing lipstick and that's why I took off my lipstick because I just
0: yeah I I mean it it doesn't matter I know do whatever you want
1: now that your brand has grown so quickly do you kind of have a goal of what you want to do with the brand like how you want to help everyone all these other people out there that look at you as a role model
0: yeah I mean every day I have a new idea of where I'd want this to go but I think the best part about it is that I've just been kind of like going with the flow with it and like seeing where it takes me. And then like, I get an opportunity and I'm like, yeah, this sounds great. Or that no, this isn't for me. So I think it's kind of just guiding itself in the right direction. And I think down, down the line, I would love to meet, you know, have some sort of like a clothing line where it's like everything that I wish I had growing up and make it my own. But like, there's a lot of other I think cool and different things that I could do right now. And I think I'm just waiting for the opportunities to come my way. And then at the same time, if I do have any ideas trying to make those things happen as well.
1: Yeah, I love that. I think I think a lot of people can view social media as negative, but then they can have such positive things like that as well, like including you being a role model to so many other women that probably felt alone and when they were, or like you said, that they were thinking that they had to go to only Walmart to buy some mm-hmm. of the clothes. They didn't know they can have high-end, nice clothes for their size. I mean, when I was growing up and I, uh, I was born with enamel deficiency, so my teeth were... I had no enamel, so my teeth were yellow. I had to get veneers when I was five. It was kind of the same thing. I was always insecure and crying, and I always wish, like, wow, I wish I could meet someone else that went through my struggle because I feel like yeah. I can't. So I, I, that's that's the part that I love social media. How, but how do you deal? Um, even days when you're having a bad day, how do you deal with those? hateful comments with haters or those backhanded compliments like you're so brave for wearing that or Mm. you'll be so much prettier if you lost some weight or i just care about your health that's why i'm saying something even though i I, you don't know me blah 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 i think it's different
0: every day and it depends on my mood like some days i definitely go right back at them and have something to say some of the time i do want to change people's opinions and want them to like you know believe what i'm saying or you know uh, there's t- people i've messaged before i try and it really depends you know like everyone has their own way it's like some people you talk to are like just don't talk to them at all like, just don't say anything like my, i think a reason i have such i have this strong following is because i communicate with people and i actually answer them and talk to them so yeah, I I shouldn't be spending my time, like, talking to the haters, and I don't do that often, but, like, it's hard. It's hard not to when people are saying things that are completely not true or making up things or they're, you know, I came out with the Victoria's Secret um, pink announcement where I'm going to be, like, helping them expand sizes, and, um, you know, so many people had something to say about that, like, what? It only goes to an XXL, and, you know, getting so frustrated, and I'm like, if you read the article, it says that I'm going to help them expand pass an XXL. So like that was just so frustrating that people weren't listening.
1: So how did that Victoria's Secret deal happen?
0: They reached out to me. Um, They really, you know, they reached out to me. They were looking to have, they liked my, they weren't even looking for something specific. They they, they clearly are trying to change their image. They've had issues in the past, more Victoria's Secret as a whole. I'm working specifically with Victoria's Secret Pink, um, which is under them. But You know, they want to, they're really trying to be more diverse and, um, you know, have larger sizing and be supportive of the trans community and, you know, things that maybe people that worked on their team have said negative things about in the past and those people are all gone from the company. Like I looked into every possible thing before I went this was not a a, like this decision I was honored that they wanted to work with me but I wanted it to be the right partnership I wanted to see like am I really going to have a say and already they've been sending things for me to wear test and try so like you know I do have a say and that's what's exciting I'm I'm excited to work with them and I'm considered a brand ambassador and also size consultant where I'm going to help them with their sizing
1: i mean i do think it's really cool that they've been slowly trying to change their brand i mean i think they had no choice but i remember when every year actual victoria's secret had their yearly show and you just get together and you just feel yeah regardless of what body size you are you just feel bad about yourself because no one looks like the girls on the on the fa- in the fashion show and it's yeah. just like a whole hour and a half for you to just feel like shit. <laughs> i, I think it would that. be
0: smart for them to bring it back and like just have all different types of people and bodies and i think that would- be awesome and and then there's the people on social media that will never get over things you know like like i will never support victoria's secret i post abercrombie i think they have amazing jeans, and they go to size like 38 right now i think um And people are like, nope, they ruined my childhood. Like, they had no clothes for me. I'll never shop there. Like, I just don't believe in, like, canceling these brands that now are trying to change. Maybe if it's in 10 years and they're the last brand that's trying to make a difference and, you know, they just really don't want plus sizes and don't give a shit. Like, yeah, then maybe it's a different story. But, like, anyone who's trying to change now, it's unfortunately, like, it's a very slow process to get larger sizes in the fashion industry. People just, like, don't want to spend the extra money on the material and they don't want to make the effort. Um, So anyone who is right now, I'm supportive of.
1: I agree, people do rush to cancel really quickly and it's almost like they talk about accountability but they don't actually want the brand or the person to change, they just wanna cancel. So yeah, What what do you hope your partnership with Victoria's Secret Bank will do for the fashion industry and body positivity as a whole?
0: You know, the more that people see these larger companies making a change, the next one's going to have to do it or be like, shoot, we got to get on the train and do that, too. So yeah. I think that it is it is a, you know, that we didn't even have like a set like press thing for that. Like it kind of like we just put out the news and like all these people started picking it up and it kind of blew That's up on so its own, cool. it's one which was really exciting. Um, I didn't think it was going to be as big a deal. Of course, it was a big deal to me. I was so excited, and ha- my parents were so excited. But, like, I think just then I really sat there and I was like, why is this blowing up? Because it's a huge company that's never done something and they're having me help them. I think it's a great thing. And going off of that saying the using thing, a lot of people do say to me, Don't you feel like all of these different brands that are working with you are using you? And I said, I don't really care. Like, I, I don't really care because it's like, if I'm not saying it and like, being not afraid for the backlash and saying how I feel and no one's done it before, or I mean, people have done it before, but not that many people are out there doing it, then like nothing's going to change. So if a brand want any brand came to right now and wanted me to do the same thing with them as I'm doing with pink, and they never did it before, and maybe that's part of them is using me like because I have a platform, Like, great, cool. I I don't really
1: care. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's part of growing as a brand, and it's not using – you're both benefiting from it. It's a good look for you. We're both benefiting, right. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car.
0: With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Uh,
1: uh, Yeah, that is odd. Um, I thought so now. um, I thought we can kind of... I can ask you a few questions from the audience since I did a little thing on my story. People wanted to ask you a lot of questions. A lot of them were big fans of yours and they were just so excited and obsessed with you. Um, But one good question that I really liked, um, this this girl said she was wondering at what age did you start loving yourself and did you start embracing your body?
0: I think that there was a point, I would say actually... When I was in probably freshman year of college, when I transferred schools, um, I gained a little bit of weight after high school. As a lot of people did freshman year, but I started just like, I don't know, I had a lot of confidence then. Like, I remember walking around being like, this is me, I'm Remy Bader, I love it. Like, I remember having that and I kind of do miss that because I do set, like, I, my full confidence isn't gone, but I do feel that I don't have that same Remy confidence as I did in college and I definitely gained a lot more weight since college. So that could have something to do with it. But it takes a while to accept where you're at. So then, you know, that's what a part of like the gaining weight every few years or something. It's like I have to reaccept myself as the way I am. So um, I'm getting there again. But I think it's just it's again, it's not a, oh, there was a point in my time where I just started loving myself because every day is different.
1: Yeah, I 100% agree with you. I think regardless what size you are, as a woman in general, we, our whole life, we're taught to hate ourselves. That's how all these brands, beauty brands, are able to profit off of us, so I get that. Somebody else had a question, they're wondering, it's one thing to be confident with your body, on the internet, in the clothes you're wearing, but how do you get yourself to feel comfortable in the bedroom? when you're just more vulnerable with another person which is insecurity that every woman has regardless of her body type i think
0: yeah um what's interesting with me is i never 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 in my life like was into like i was into i wouldn't wear a bathing suit to the beach but i like was never insecure when it came to like sex which is super interesting and i just like and until like a year ago so like i think that like i you're like oh that's so great <laughs> just kidding <laughs> yeah. um no, my honestly, my whole I'm saying my whole life, obviously, I didn't have sex when I was like, five, but like, I'm just like, I'm just saying I always did until now. And I'm frustrated that I feel that way now. Because that was one thing I felt like I always had. I was like, for some reason, I don't know why, but I just like feel I feel confident. And I need to get that back. And I'm working on that. It's just like I, I a part of just me, you know, recently gaining more weight is just struggling with that and not wanting to date not wanting to put myself out there as much and I think that's a very realistic thing like I think that it's just the way I feel it does if there's people out there that are insecure with their bodies and then they're putting themselves out there to meet guys and have sex and go on dates like good for you I, I want to get back to that point I definitely lately and I mean really lately I've been putting this insecurity out there I have a lot of guy friends so I like will you know talk to them about this and ask like why I feel like I'm I, I just feel like it could have nothing to do with my that I've gained weight, that guys aren't sliding into my DMs or reaching out to me right now. But in my mind, because it's because they're not, I'm like, well, it's because I've gained weight. So then I don't want to continue putting myself out there, which is such an interesting thing that I keep saying putting myself out there because I put myself out there for 2.5 million people. But when it comes to more just like intimately and with guys, I just like I'm at this like standstill right now where I just I just don't know kind of what to do, but I'll get there
1: it makes sense it's your insecurities being projected when in reality i'm sure a lot of guys are so in love with you and they're just too scared to reach out because you come off so confident on the internet and you come off so like you like you have an opinion about everything and you're just so easygoing. Mm-hmm. and i think a lot of people in this world secretly are we're all insecure so when you see someone confident on the internet you're just like damn i don't have a chance with this person she's so much like cooler than me and she has so much going on it is really crazy the more successful a woman is the more the dating pool gets smaller yeah Definitely. Um, somebody else asked, as a mom, how could I encourage my daughter to feel comfortable in her skin?
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I have to say, it's like, just, I think you have to, like, parents need to learn to unfortunately shut their mouths a little bit. Like, I think that, like, we, I totally get it. Like, you want your kids to be happy. But like, I'll be completely honest right now. Like, I'm not speaking with my dad right now, because he made a comment about my weight the other day. And like, I love my parents and I'm just like but it's like you need to make a point that it's like your issues to deal with or or not issue if you like the way your body is too so like I get it for me my parents will say a lot of things because I'm complaining on the internet maybe some days that I don't feel good in my body and they want me to be happy I get it but like hearing it from a parent for some reason just frustrates the shit out of anyone in my position and I could tell you that because so many people message me about it it's just like you got to back up, say nothing, because the more you say something, it's like that person's going to, like, rebel, all, that your kid's going to rebel and want to do the opposite. Um, so I just think that, you know, be there for them. And if they bring it up to you and they're struggling, then be there for them and have that conversation. But, like, when you bring it up on your own, it's a whole different feeling for that kid.
1: Yeah, they feel judged. Right. Yeah, uh, I, I I get it. I get what you're saying. Um, well... If it makes you feel better, so one of uh, the responses to my question of what people want me to ask you, one guy said, will she have sex with me? So (laughs) there's an opening.
0: (laughs) So like, see, like, why is he asking you that? And why isn't he slid into my DMs is the real question.
1: Guys are intimidated by confident women. I'm telling you, I always tell this to to guys, in general. Men don't go after the confident or funny girls. They get no one. They get not, the comedian guys. They get all the girls. The girls mm. who are funny or confident, they get cats. No, it is
0: kind of true. Like guys that are like maybe not that attractive or like they could be whoever, but if they have like that, that like cocky, funny, like even like asshole personality, whatever, they, and they just like put themselves out there, like girls love them. It doesn't even matter. So it is it is interesting because I, I'm very like, I'm about being like, I want someone that's funny and has a good personality. Like I look at that actually first. Like I like all different types of guys. So, um, I look at that. I just feel like guys maybe don't look at that first. I don't know. I feel like they look at looks first. Yeah. yeah everyone's different.
1: I, I don't know. To be honest. Uh, and this is a recording that I'm doing this month is I have officially decided that I am taking a break for men. Cause I just do not understand them. And, yeah so I don't know anymore <laughs> I can't even give advice on that what do you look for in a guy literally
0: being funny like if they're not funny I can't talk to you because <laughs> like even like thinking of all of my like guy friends and stuff too like we're just funny together and like I just think that like when people don't get my sense of humor or my sarcasm or different things I'm like how are-? then you're just not going to understand me so um I do think that's like before even anything for me. Like obviously motivation is like probably second for me because like I want to continue doing what I'm doing and like no one's stopping me from that. And I think that's a big thing too. Like if I right now I'm traveling so much doing all this stuff, like I guess in the back of my head too is not that I'm just not dating because I'm insecure, but also because I I know it'll be a distraction for me and I'm just so busy right now and focus on my career. I would need that person to be like also super motivated and into their job like I mean I just love that um but yeah funny would be my number one answer
1: I love that what are you currently working on what's currently happening for you there's a lot of things that, I, you
0: know, I have in mind that I'm excited about and I want to do. Like, I, I definitely want to do more in, like, TV. I did something with NBC and Bravo, which was, like, a super fun, like, live stream experience where I hosted it. And that I liked doing that where it wasn't just in my room on social media alone. So, um, you know, having some conversations in the TV space right now, I do think that live shows would be definitely up my alley. Like, I feel like connecting with people not over the internet and these people that are my followers in person and doing a little of everything, like not stand up, but like a little bit of that, a little bit of the mental health talk, a little bit of like maybe a realistic call. Like I just kind of want to do a mix of everything. Like I would love to bring that to like real life and do that for my followers. Obviously the fashion industry, there's more things happening there that I, that's the main thing for me is like trying to, now that I see that I can actually make a difference, I want to do more. There's more brands and that have reached out to me that you'll, you know, soon maybe hear about that I'll be working with. So that's super exciting. And then I think also when it comes to fashion, the end goal would be like to be doing something of my own and putting it out there. But that's a little more down the line.
1: Yeah. Um, Speaking of your sense of humor, since you said I want someone that gets my sense of humor, have you ever gotten in trouble for your sense of humor or any comments that you made? I'm sure. Um, Do you mean like on TikTok like this year? Yeah,
0: on TikTok or on the internet. Honestly, I'm very aware about – like, I'm very self-aware person, so I feel like I, like, I would just know before I said something that was, like, complete – I've never really said things that are completely, like, horribly wrong that I've, like, put a video up. It's just, like, not – I don't know. I've never done that. There's definitely things that maybe if I'm sarcastic or something about something and people just take it more seriously and don't get it, and then I'm like, okay, like, maybe that joke didn't didn't go as well, but really, not, not really. I feel like people, like – just, you know, like, I'm very care. I don't know. I just like it does I'm very careful about what I say, even when I make the jokes and do the fashion hauls. Like I, I, i be I'm careful not to just say to be too negative.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. To all the people listening right now, do you have any positive message to all of your fans and followers and listeners that you want to leave them with? Don't let anyone tell you like, who you are and what you are.
0: Like, I think I, being in this space, I have so many people telling me what I am, what I should be called, what, and like really thinking back to the start, which wasn't that long ago, like this happened by accident. Like I was just showing my real life struggles, who I am, my humor and me as a person. And like, I don't need other people changing that for me and I'm not going to let that happen. So I think just like, don't let anyone change who you are. And put yourself out there. Also, like one thing I do stand by, even though I'm not this body positivity everyday person, like one thing I do stand by is like, you are in the body you have. And like, I don't think that hiding is the answer. And like, you know, I still think like, all of this happened for me in my most insecure place. And I put myself out there and this all happened for me. So
1: um
0: it can happen to anyone.
1: Yeah, I mean, it is really cool when you put yourself out there, you just never know what's gonna come out of it. I never right. thought I would create daddy issues from being super depressed and crying about it every day.
0: Yeah. Sometimes it takes, takes, you know, getting to rock bottom or like having a bad experience. I truly believe that that's where all my good experiences has come from. Like, what do I do now? I'm in such a bad place. Like, I need to grow from here and I need to figure it out. And then some good things can happen. I agree. So where can people find you? You can find me at Remy Bader, my name, R-E-M-I-B-A-D-E-R, on TikTok and Instagram.
1: Awesome. Um, So, yeah, if you guys have any questions, make sure to follow her. Make sure to ask her any questions that you have. Find her on TikTok and Instagram. Um, Is there anything you feel like I didn't ask you? No, I thought it was great. Okay, awesome. Yeah, honestly, I was very nervous to do this. As you know, I recently just uh, picked – I took a, a break for two Mm -hmm. months on my podcast and you are actually the first person for me to interview, to get back into it. And I was really nervous. Plus I think you're so great and amazing and you're so serious about everything you do. And, um, so I was, so thank you for putting up with my anxiety if any of it came out and thank you for taking the time. I, I appreciate anyone who like, wants to speak with me. And, um, I,
0: I knew of who you were prior also. So when you messaged me, I was definitely excited too. It was just more getting my team to be like a few people have reached out wanting me to do podcasts. And I say yes to everyone. Like I'm, I'm not like a picky person, but like now I have teams that are more just like do you know you don't have enough time to do everything which is true then I get stressed and I'm like
1: I don't have enough time so we moved some things around and made this work so. I know that was so amazing actually you guys when I, I uh and she's gonna have to go when I emailed when I dm'd Remy on Instagram I asked her to come on my podcast and first she didn't answer because she's so busy and I literally dm'd her again and I said hey answer me because <laughs> i such
0: a funny so you were like hello yeah I said hello <laughs> and I was And sometimes I have, like, a weird thing where if I see a DM and it's, like, something I do want to answer or something, like, I give myself, like, a day or something. I don't know why I do that, but, like, it's almost like I need to prepare myself to answer or something. So I was going to answer you and I saw, but then when I saw your hello and I was like, okay, I have to answer now. (laughs)
1: Uh, Yeah, I just just believe in always uh, asking for what you want. And just being forward because even if you, well, like, what's the worst that can happen? Someone will say no. Yeah, someone will no. That's it. <laughs> well, anyway, thank you so much for coming on. I'm so excited for this episode. Um, you're amazing. I love you. I'm so excited to see what else you're going to thank come you. out with. You thank I you. too. I really appreciate it. Thank you for
0: having me on. Of
1: course. Have a beautiful day. Bye, guys.